Part 2. Rationales. The Environment and Climate. Since 2015, we have lived through the warmest eight years in recorded history. Weather-related catastrophes have killed more people and destroyed more property than all the armed conflicts and wars of the last 50 years, with over 2 million deaths and over $3.65 trillion in losses. Protection of the environment and climate should absolutely be your number one reason for wanting to live off the grid. It is now beyond doubt that climate change is true, and that its effects are here. Climate change, driven by human-caused emissions of pollutants, has contributed to the Earth's land and water temperatures to rise to alarming levels. Simply put, greenhouse gases, pollutants, absorb some of the heat the Earth radiates after it warms with sunlight. More of these gases trap more heat and have demonstrably caused the average Earth's temperatures to rise. This warmer temperature leads to more energetic, longer-lasting, and more severe weather patterns and events like hurricanes, tornadoes, storms, and droughts. This disruption of the weather also affects the severity and patterns of cold weather events like blizzards, snowfall, and cold fronts. So, climate change is not only global warming, it affects all aspects of the Earth's weather. The polar regions, especially the North Pole have experienced the highest warming levels. This does not mean the polar regions are warmer than the tropics. It means the polar temperatures have risen more degrees, on average, than the tropical regions have. Here are a few of the floods attributed to climate change in 2022. The extreme flooding of Pakistan in the summer and fall, flood in Nigeria, June, South African flood, April, tropical storm Meji in the Philippines, April, and the floods in Brazil, February-May. Each of these floods killed hundreds and caused millions to billions of dollars in damages. In the US, between 2020 and 2022 there were 60 weather event natural disasters that caused 1460 deaths and cost an estimated 443.4 billion US dollars. Freak weather phenomena, in 2022, like the southern tornado outbreak of March 30th, the southeastern tornado outbreak of April 4th to 6th, and the Kentucky and Missouri flooding in July 26-28, are but a few of the weather disasters attributed to climate change for that year. Since 1980, the U.S. has experienced 348 natural disasters, claiming over 15,000 lives and costing over $2,512.6 billion. Much of the severity of many of these disasters can be attributed, in part, to climate change. To go through each of the evidence, the studies, and the available research on climate change would take volumes, and I believe it to not be necessary here. As an observer of my environmental patterns and the news, I have determined there is something, array, with the climate, and I am sure many more have noticed this too. For example, here in the southeast of the US, and for the past decade, winters have been noticeably warmer on average, and the temperatures and conditions have been more erratic and extreme. For example, it is not uncommon to see 75-degree weather for many days in January and February, then to have a deep freeze in December and April of the same winter. And, snowless winters have occurred for almost 10 years in many regions of the southeast that regularly had yearly snowfall.
The greenhouse effect was studied in the late 1850s, and the world's scientific community has recognized the effects of greenhouse gases on the Earth's atmosphere since at least the 1960s, when none other than the Shell and Exxon Petroleum Corporations funded reports acknowledging this. One study even projected a dire Earth's temperature rise through 1980. In the 1960s and 1970s, the environmental movement was sparked, in part, by Rachel Carson's book, Silent Spring, 1962, which focused on the negative effects of the use of harmful chemicals in agriculture. Throughout the 1980s, the effects of nuclear war on the world's climate was studied both in the US and the USSR. And summarized and televised by the BBC in the documentary, The Eighth Day, 1984. By 1992, the world generally recognized the problems of pollution and global warming, as evidenced in the talks of the Earth Summit, in 1992, in Brazil. There, the teenager, Savern Suzuki, delivered a moving speech that represented the revival of the environmental movement into the 1990s. In 2006, Al Gore brought the issue of climate change to the front and center with his influential and popular video presentation, An Inconvenient Truth. Gore's well-funded and thorough research was convincing and provocative, and his eloquent delivery gave a much-needed boost to the environmental movement. He laid the case for climate change and its effects, by showing dramatic footage, findings, and graphs. I believe he left his audiences with little to reach for as a rebuttal, especially after the U.S. experienced one of its most active hurricane seasons in history, in 2004 and 2005. In 2015, the world came together in France, at the 21st Paris Climate Conference, COP21, to recognize climate change as an existential threat to humanity. The United Nations UN event culminated with the Paris Climate Agreement, a significant milestone for the climate movement. There, it was determined that global temperature rising above 2 degrees Celsius must be avoided, primarily by taking steps to curb carbon emissions. The U.S., along 199 other nations, was a signatory. However, in 2017, the U.S. was withdrawn from the Paris Agreements by its presidential administration. And, rejection of any climate-related efforts ensued for the remainder of that administration. The U.S. rejoined the Paris Agreements under the next administration, in 2021. In 2017, Al Gore revived his climate protection movement, and the public interest, in the now more evident climate crisis with his film An Inconvenient Sequel. Since 2010, the world has been markedly hotter, severe climate events are more common, and the effects of climate change more palpable, all of which were mentioned in Gore's film. By this point, climate change was now more accepted as a climate crisis. And, emboldened by the Paris Agreements and the U.S. withdrawal from it in 2017, Gore decided to realign his movement with a more formal approach. He partly used the film to bring together support for his climate reality project. This organization was formed and dedicated to training and informing individuals, groups, and leaders about the climate crisis, and to the formulation and application of solutions. In 2018, the United Nations International Panel on Climate Change IPCC, detailed the evidence and effects of climate change in their now-famous SR15 report. It went further than the Paris Agreement to warn that the world has just over a decade, 
12 years, to mitigate the more catastrophic effects of climate change. To be accomplished largely by decarbonizing the world's economy. The experts on the IPCC board set a line in the sand limit of 1.5 degrees Celsius as a redline average for Earth's overall atmospheric and water temperatures. They warned of dire and severe effects if the Earth's temperature is allowed to rise past this 1.5 degree mark, naming droughts, floods, superstorms, wildlife die-offs, and catastrophic loss of polar ice. The U.S. Department of Defense DoD, officially recognized climate change and its effects as hard realities and as a crisis in their 2021 report, Climate Risk Analysis. The U.S. DoD authors largely focused on the consideration of climate change and its effects for decision-making and preparations. Naming floods, droughts, and mass human migrations as threats to America's security. The evidence for the climate crisis is just too overwhelming to argue. The small amount of references provided here should be plenty to have someone begin to get educated on the vast topic of climate change. Our current climate situation is so demonstrably dire that it should be our primary reason for getting off the grid. The climate is being affected when you turn on your light switch, by cranking up that gasoline pickup truck, by turning on your home's air conditioner, and when you purchase all that red meat. Our continuous demand on the grid increases the demand for costly energy, food, and water, therefore increasing the demand for livestock, land, and fossil fuels. All of which, in turn, increase pollution and global warming. Therefore, a reduced demand on the grid, reduces the incentives to keep using and expanding the industries that are affecting the climate. Thank you for listening to this podcast. Please look for the next episode soon. And, please ensure you, share, this with your friends and family. And, please, like, this content, and, subscribe, as a sign of support, and for me to continue to provide this type of content to more people like you. By Hector Vladimir. June, 2023. Georgia, USA.